0: Hey guys, uh, my name is Gavin. I'm one of the English teachers here at the Dublin Academy of Education. I thought very early on in our in our academic year, I thought I might have a quick chat with you guys just about our exam. And hopefully if we can get into maybe one area of focus, um, we'll have a little look at that. We'll start looking at kind of almost in chronological order or in terms of the structure. We'll start having a little look at question A, question B. Onto the essay and paper one, we'll talk about both papers. We'll obviously talk about paper two because most people—that's what they care about. They're they're looking for information on paper two, and they kind of neglect paper one. But anyway, look, we'll we'll have a little chat uh, about it. Anyway, I've been teaching here, um, or I've been teaching higher level Leaving Cert English for the last thirteen years, and I've been in the school here for the last six. So it's uh, yeah, it's a journey, and basically the idea is that. For starting off here in the academy, or for just even having a little li- a little listen to some of the tips and tricks here from the academy, it's it's a journey collectively together anyway that we're kind of embarking on. So uh, yeah, that's who I am. Um, English, obviously, such a varied and expansive subject. So many reasons why we should be good at English. Aside from the fact that I talk English day to day, I talk English every single day. Uh, Going into third level, going into our, forget about our exams for the moment, but obviously that's the main reason why we should be good at English because obviously there's 100 points going um, in terms of our CAO, but going on into third level, we think about being able to present our ideas at, at college level and then going on into the workplace as well. And it's uh, yeah, it's so important. Even on the dating scene, it's nice to be able to pull out a little bit of a little bit of a Shakespearean sonnet, or maybe something from Emily Dickinson. And again, I jest a little bit, but English, obviously, so so important. And not just as I said, being able to to speak well, but being able to draw from interesting pieces of vocab, you know, specific jargon and vernacular, and being able to express yourself in a correct manner. Even if that's just kind of a conversation at Sunday dinner, or again, if you're you're presenting to. Kind of 50 to 100 students in, in UCD or Trinity or in years to come. So it's obviously a very, very important subject um, to have a grasp of. Um, I suppose if we do fall back a little bit and we think about our, our CAO and we think about the 100 marks that are going for our exam, we think about our exam and we think about the exam structure. And I think this is something that we do a lot of here in the academy we really break down the kind of the the chunks of the exam and we compartmentalize in so far as possible and as much as possible And we recognize where every single percent and every single minute is going in our exam. And that's so important for you guys going forward. If there's one thing you take away from this little Academy Bytes podcast is that you recognize that you should know where every 60 seconds is going and you should know where every percent is going all the way to one paragraph of your question, a question being worth 1.25% of your entire grade. That's We're talking about that minutia, that absolute kind of like pedantic, you know, critical critiquing level um, is exactly what we should be looking at, all right? Our exam, obviously, um, both papers being worth 200 marks, paper one being worth 50% of our entire grade, Still surprises me teaching the grinds here in the school that when other individuals from other day school uh, day school uh, schools are coming to me and they haven't spent any time on their paper one, they really don't even know, I suppose, where their energy should be focused on paper one. And it's all about paper two, when paper two, of course, is the other 50 percent, but equally weighted papers. And therefore, we, we feel here that, again, paper one deserves. A, a, you know, significant amount of your time, maybe not an equal amount, because obviously there's things on like paper one, which is our question A and question B, that once you have a little bit of an understanding on, and in terms of the structure and the formula of how they work, you can knock them out of the park. But certainly your essay, uh, 25% of our entire grade takes a huge amount and should take a huge amount of your, your study time. Okay, um, To break it down in terms of literally every single percent. You have 12.5% going for your question A question, which is your basic comprehension exercise, three questions attached to one text. You have your question B task, which is like a mini essay. It's a functional writing task. What is the purpose of the task? It's very much stylistic, heavy, that task. It's another 12.5%. And then, as I mentioned, our essay, 25%, almost double uh, the importance of the majority of the other topics in terms of your English curriculum. So deserves a huge amount of your time. It's very important that over, I would say, the initial weeks of sixth year, certainly, that you start to figure out what is the style uh, that I am most competent at. Enjoyment is, impo- is important too, but it really is figuring out, am I really good at persuasive language or am I really good at aesthetic and narrative language and writing descriptive pieces or narrative pieces short stories memoirs etc really figuring out that information is very important I would argue early on in terms of the first initial weeks in terms of sixth year okay because once you have that figured out then you can put in the time to practice and you can put in the time to I suppose produce throughout the course of the 30, 32 weeks that you have in terms of six year, produce a number of essays that you can get checked and rechecked by your day school teachers that you get them to a very, very high standard. And then you can certainly, if not fully, but partially regurgitate elements of those completed essays on the day itself. What what we try and do here in the academy is that as much as possible, the exercises in June, those first two days of the exam, those exercises become exercises in recollection as opposed to exercises in creation. So we want to make sure that we are kind of almost remembering all the really good stuff that we've already been produced and also has been qualified by a really decent grade and that we're using that information because we know ultimately that that'll get us high marks. All right, that's paper one. That's our three topics in paper one. Paper two, obviously we have our Shakespearean text or indeed our single text. If some of us are looking at a different text, that's 15% of our grade. Our comparative Um, which is nice this year, obviously the fact that all three modes are going to be on the paper. So again, that's 17.5% of our grades. And then poetry as a whole also being worth 17.5%, 12.5% for studied poetry, of which five poets are going to be on the paper this year. And then 5% for your unseen poetry task. Ironically, the question A task, the first thing that you'll put pen to paper on in terms of your paper one English leaving Cert. And the last thing that you should put pen to paper on, which is your your unseen poetry task, the two tasks that don't require a plan, um, you know, but still require a huge amount of base understanding and base work to be successful. But it's interesting the two of them, again, that bookend the exam, they're the two pieces of unseen material. And the two pieces of material, I suppose two tasks that you can express yourself, back yourself with your own opinion as long as you're supporting yourself with elements from the text in the question A and indeed in the unseen poetry task that you will get significant marks on. All right. That's the paper two Uh, elements, a nice nice rule rule of thumb in terms of time management because paper one is a little bit more varied. I won't go into the time management for paper one just yet, But paper two, a nice gentle rule of thumb with regards to time management is that one mark equates to one minute. Now, I know certainly in the grinds, we talk about where that kind of differs slightly. But realistically, again, if we're just listening to this podcast, that's a nice little rule of thumb to start off with. So you have a 60 mark task in terms of your single text. Well, then you spend an hour on that task. You have a 70 mark task where you comparative, you spend 70 minutes on it, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so that's a nice little rule of thumb with regards to our paper two time management. Paper one time management, on the other hand, as I said, is slightly different. This will depend on whether you are quick at reading or you are quicker at writing. Um, So this depends. This depends. It's all relative. It depends on you. 80 minutes should be given to your essay, the, the section two essay, regardless, because as we said... You really want to be making sure that you're hitting five pages on that task maybe a little bit over five pages and the majority of us will need 80 minutes to that certainly if we're going to produce a decent plan with that as well and then it becomes all relative as i said here in the academy we tell our students to spend kind of in and around 30 minutes for our question b maybe 35 minutes and then it tends to be 40 45 or in some cases 50 minutes for our question a because we have a full extract to to dissect, we have a full uh, set of questions to dissect as well. We are, as you might have potentially heard me say a number of times before, very, very keen on predictions here and making sure that we point our students, what we feel is in the right direction, that we're working smarter, not harder, that we're really utilizing every kind of minute that we have, either in the study hall or outside of the classroom or indeed inside of the classroom. So, Yeah, it's very important, I suppose, in terms of our study that predictions for studied poetry obviously is very important. That's what everybody looks towards. But we make predictions here for our comparative text. We'll make predictions with regards to our Shakespearean text as well. And then also with regards to question A and question B. And we will very much map out these are the questions that we expect to see this year. This is what we expect question A part three to be. Five percent of your entire grade, and and yeah, we will we will make a, a or spend a huge amount of time, I suppose, planning out those predictions and making sure that our students are very much on the right track on the right page and um, going forward. All right, so that's a very brief overview, guys, of our exam. Are certainly the the percentage breakdowns of our exam and the different components that make up both paper one and paper two. I suppose one thing that you could take away from this podcast is just to start to compartmentalize, start to figure out what you are good at, where your strengths lie, and double down on your strengths. Because again, the English paper, both paper one and paper two, allows for choice and allows for you to, I suppose, um, lead your answers and lead your paper in a way that you're comfortable with. So, you know, if you're really not good at descriptive writing, you really don't like writing short stories, Uh, then don't, and and don't spend a huge amount of time on it. There are a myriad of different areas that you can uh, appropriate your time towards uh, in order to be successful with regards to the two papers. All right, so guys, I hope you found that useful. It's a very, very short uh, synoptic view of our overview of our exams. And as I said, a couple of things to take away, certainly percentage breakdown, the time management, and then ultimately play to our strengths. Uh, I will talk to you guys very soon for a much more, I suppose, detailed and in-depth look at one particular area of the course.